0: Canto 3, Chapter 11 Division of Time expanding from the atom Maitreya said One should know that the ultimate presence of that which shows itself in the manifold as being indivisible consists of an infinitesimal particle the combination of which creates illusion in man. The supreme oneness of that particle being present within material bodies, keeps its original form till the end of time, it is of a continual, unrivalled uniformity. Time, my best one, besides being unknown as the supreme, non-manifest, almighty Lord, who controls all physical action, can therefore also be measured by the motion of the minutest and largest forms of combinations of particles. The time of that infinitesimal particle is the time it takes to occupy or vibrate in a certain atomic space. The greatest of time is the time taken by the existence of the complete of all atoms. Two infinitesimal particles constitute an atom, an anu, and three atoms make a trasarenu, of which one is reminded by a beam of sunlight falling through a lattice window which one sees something, a dust particle, going up in the sky. The time taken by the combination of three Trasarenus is called a truti, of which 100 are called a Veda. Three of them are called a single lava. The duration of three lavas equals one Nimesha, about 1.53 seconds and the time of three of them is called a kshana, about 1.6 seconds. Five of those make a kashtha, about 8 seconds, and a lagu consists of 15 of them, about 2 minutes. A number of 15 of those lagus is called a nadika, or a danda, about 30 minutes, and two of them make a muhurta, about an hour. While six to seven of them form one yama, a quarter of a light day or night, depending the human calculation, the season, the latitude. The measuring pot, the water clock, has the weight of six palas, 14 ounces, and has a four masha, 17 carats, golden probe, four fingers long, covering a hole through which it fills with water, till prashta, solid, till it sinks. Four yamas, form the duration of both the day and the night of the human being, and fifteen days, of eight yamas each, make one paksha, fortnight, which measured is known as being either black or white, depending on whether there is a full moon or new moon in it. The aggregate of such a day and night is called an ancestral, traditional or solar month, with two of them forming a season. There are six of them, corresponding to the movement of the sun going through the southern and northern sky. This movement of the sun is said to form one day of the demigods and is called a Vatsara, a tropical year of 12 months. The duration of life of the human being is estimated to be of a great number, a hundred, of those years. The infinitesimal particles and their combinations, the planets, the heavenly bodies like the moon and the stars, all rotate in the universe to complete their orbit in a year of the almighty cyclic order, the command of eternal time. We speak about an orbit of the sun, about an orbit of the other planets, the orbit of the stars in our galaxy around Sagittarius A in the sky, the orbit of the moon, O and the orbit of the earth as being a single but differently named year respectively a celestial year a planetary year a galactic year a lunation and a tropical year with attention for all his five different types of years one should be of respect for the one lord of time who differing from all that was created moves under the name of eternal time and who, with his energy, in different ways invigorates the seeds of creation while, during the day, dissipating the darkness of the living entities. By thus performing sacrifices, one develops quality in one's material existence. Vidura said, You pointed out the ultimate measure of time of the life periods of the ancestors, the gods and the human beings. Can you now, O great sage, give a description of the time periods of the lives of the elevated souls that cover more than a millennium? O mighty master, you know the movements of the Supreme Lord in the form of eternal time. For you, in the control of your yogic command, have the eyes of a self-realized soul to oversee the entire universe. Maitreya said. The four Yugas, called Satya, Treta, Dvapara and Kali, together take approximately 12,000 years or one Maha-Yuga of the demigods. The subsequent Yugas, starting with Satya-Yuga, are each respectively four, three, two and one times 1200 demigod years long. Experts say that the transitional periods at the beginning and end of each Yuga cover several hundreds of demigod years. They are millennia, like the millennium we live in now, wherein all kinds of religious activities take place. The dutifulness of mankind concerning the four principles of religion of Satya, Daya, Tapas, Shochya, Truth, Compassion, Penance and Purity, was during Satya Yuga properly maintained, but in the other Yugas the principles gradually declined one by one: first Penance, then Compassion, then Purity. Next to the 1000 Maha Yugas, that, O oh dear one, together constitute one day of Brahma of 4.32 billion years of the three worlds, the heavenly Swarga, earthly Marcha, and lower Patala ones. There is also a night just as long wherein the creator of the universe goes to sleep. Following the end of the night, when another day of Lord Brahma begins, the creation of the three worlds that in its totality covers the lives of 14 Manos, starts all over. Each Manu thus, enjoys a time of living of a little more than 71 Mahayugas. After the end of each Manu, the next one appears, together with his descendants, the seven sages, the god-conscious souls, and the king of the demigods Indra, as also all those who follow them. This is Lord Brahma's day-to-day creation, wherein the lower animals, the human beings, the forefathers and the gods, wander around, appearing in the three worlds because of their karma. With the change of each Manu, The Supreme Lord manifests His goodness in His different incarnations, as the Manu Himself and as others, and thus unfolding His divine potencies, He maintains this universe. At the end of the day of Brahma, the almighty time arrests its manifestation, whereupon, with the complete whole fallen in darkness, all living entities remain merged in silence just as it happens during an ordinary night, all three worlds that disappeared from sight therewith are bereft of the light of the sun and the moon. When the three worlds are set ablaze by the potency of the fire emanating from the mouth of Lord Shankarshana, sage Brigo and the other inhabitants who are agitated by the heat, move from the world of the saints, Maharloka, the fourth world, to the world of the godly people, Janaloka, the next world of celibate saints. Immediately after the beginning of the devastation of the three worlds, all the seas overflow with violent winds and hurricanes that blow the waves high. The Lord, who in His mystical slumber with closed eyes lies down on the bed of Ananta within the water, is glorified by the inhabitants of the worlds of the God-conscious souls, By the symptoms of days and nights of the advancement of time, his Brahma's life and also our lives are limited to a duration of a hundred years, even though in his case it takes a hundred of his years, with his life consisting of two paradas or two times 150.5 trillion human years. The first half of his lifetime, called one pararda, has passed and now, in this age, we have begun with the second half. The superior first half started with a grand Kalpa called the Brahma Kalpa, in which Lord Brahma manifested whom one knows as the source of the Vedic sounds. Thereafter, at the end of that enormous span of time, the period called the Padma Kalpa came into being in which the lotus of the universe sprouted from the reservoir of water of the Lord's navel. The present Kalpa, at the beginning of the second half, O descendant of Bharata, is celebrated as the one of Varaha, in which the Lord appeared in the form of a boar. The time, measured by the two halves of Brahma's life, takes but a second for the beginningless, unchanging and unlimited soul of the universe. This eternal time, beginning from the atom up to the final duration of two parardhas, is never capable of controlling the Supreme Lord. It is the controller of those souls who are identified with their body. As a combination of the basic elements and their transformations, this manifest universe has expanded to a diameter of half a billion yojanas, a dynamic cosmic measure. The space, occupied by the infinitesimal particles of the primal ether Pradhana, expanded to the tenfold of the dimensions of the therefrom condensating basic elements and their transformations, that, appearing like atoms, entered to cluster into many other egg-shaped abodes or galaxies. That cause of all causes, containing all the universes, is said to be the imperishable absolute truth, the supreme abode of the direct, personal manifestation of the Supreme Soul, Lord Vishnu.
1: Torikiya <speaking in foreign> Ganga <language> See sí, they-